0: Yo, 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 what's going on, what's going on, good people, Pastor Lamarcus here with another episode of On Your Mark, so excited to be coming to you today with uh, another episode of Mountain Movers. Man, listen, I gotta be honest with you guys, I have really, really been enjoying this series, and... Uh, Just really been enjoying what God has been pouring out as it relates to faith and what it looks like, what it feels like to really walk in faith. It looks like not looking. (laughs) I know that sounds funny. It looks like not being concerned or overly concerned. Or let me say it right. It looks like being more concerned about what God said than being overly concerned about what it looks like. Uh, and we say it like this, we don't go by what we see, we go by what God said. So so when it comes to this idea of mountain movers, man, being a mountain mover, being a person of faith, we got to understand we have to keep our feelings in check because they'll get beside us, man, and they'll get all over us and our emotions will get high and we'll feel some type of way, but we can't go on how we feel. We can feel how we want to feel, but then we have to do what thus says the Lord. So it's so important, man. And we started this series out talking about being sure that we don't go on what we see, but we go on what God said. Don't let what's in our field of vision change our mind about the provision or about the vision that God has given us in our hearts. Man, we got to make sure that we stick strong to that. And then we talked about uh, this whole idea of uh, adopting the right posture when it comes to walking in faith. We got to make sure that we posture ourselves properly. We got to make sure that we adopt a meditative posture where uh, we're taking time to pull back, to relax, to pray, to get uh, to to reconnect with God, to not allow our emotions to get out of whack so so that we calm ourselves in a in a good place of prayer. Uh, and then we say we have to take that therapeutic posture where uh, there are times when we do have to take the next step to rest, the next step to relax, the next step to get ourselves back to Uh, a neutral place sometimes that means uh sitting down and talking to somebody in counseling going to church reading our bible those type thing getting in that therapeutic place uh that therapeutic posture then we said we need to adopt a praise posture sometimes we just need to lift up our hands and worship we need to pray and praise god we need to worship god Uh, it's amazing how when we worship uh, when we praise God, our, our we go to a place of thanksgiving and honor to where now all of a sudden the things around us begin to fade from view. They begin to fade back into the background. And it's so important that we do that so we adopt that praise posture and then we adopt that rest posture where since god is up since god is managing and orchestrating and handling things since he is superintending the situation we may as well take time to sit back and rest when it is time for us to rest we pull back and rest rest is woven into the very fabric of creation because god is trying to teach us that we won't be able to do it all we're going to have to learn to pull back and rest rest and let him work. We rest while he works. Now we get up, we do everything that he's called us to do. But after we've done all we can do, we go, we get our pillow, we lay our head down, we get some rest and we trust that when we wake up in the morning, God will have taken care of everything or at the very least held it steady until we can get back to what he's called us to do. So we need to do that, man, as we uh, adopt that meditative uh excuse me adopt the right posture that meditative posture that therapeutic posture that praise posture and that rest posture and then last on our last podcast on mountain movers man oh god was just all in the in the podcast studio with me I, i'm just gonna say it man i felt his presence as uh as we talked about uh, the widow and how she had to keep going back Uh, for to the jar and to the flour the jar of oil and the flour to uh, make food for a household during that that famine man and the word of the lord was keep going back in your faith no matter what's going on no matter the situation and the circumstances keep going back it does not matter how it looks it does not matter what happened last time we stay steadfast in our faith and we keep going back to god we go back for our nourishment we go back for reassurance and we go back for realignment. We have to do that. and today, 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 I'm excited to uh to to give us this this next episode of Mountain Movers. And and today I want to talk about the idea of recognize and reminisce. To be mountain movers, we need to recognize and we need to reminisce. Recognize the situation for what it is. I I want to be very clear about that because I, I, the last thing I want is delusional uh, Christians. I, I don't want us to be delusional about what we see. Uh, when, when David went to face Goliath, I don't believe David was delusional about Goliath. He didn't look at Goliath as a lightweight foe. He didn't look at Goliath as, oh man, no, he ain't nobody. He can't fight. No, no, no. That's not how he, he looked at Goliath. I believe he approached Goliath uh, as for, for who he was this is a mighty warrior. Man, look at this guy. He can fight. But the problem is this guy been blaspheming the name of my God. This guy been talking noise uh, about my God and God has made me some promises. And so I look at the situation for what it is. Yeah, he is a warrior. He is everything that everybody is talking about. He is. However, I remember, I reminisce on how good my God is. I remember. When the lion came against me, I remember when the bear came against me, I, I'm reminiscing on all that God has done in my life. So when I see the situation for what it is, yeah, man, that's a big old dude, but but I, I, I see it. I can recognize it for what it is. But when I think about how good God is, when I think about how big God is, when I think about how powerful my God is, excuse me for a minute, he is bigger than this situation in front of me. So I'm going to choose to put my trust in him. So I want to be very clear. Uh, today, when we talk about this idea of being a mountain mover, we don't have to be delusional and and act like what we're dealing with is not a big deal. Act like the diagnosis is not a big deal. Act like the situation is not a big deal. Act like there is nothing going on when there's something going on. No, 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 no. That's not the point at all. We recognize the situation for what it is, but then we reminisce on God and who He is. We remember His might. We remember His power. We remember His ability and. and. And then all of a sudden, he becomes bigger than the situation. So so today in in our episode of Mountain Movers, what I want us to gather today is recognize, yes, and then reminisce. Recognize and reminisce. I I remember two, perhaps two of the the more uh, memorable um, moments from Michael Jordan's basketball career. Uh, And certainly there are several uh, but there is the, the shot Jordan over Elo and then there's a shot Jordan over over Russell. Now um, the, the, the Jordan over Elo shot. both those shots came uh, in, in very pivotal times, very pivotal moments in playoffs and uh, they were they were very, very big moments and um, Jordan gets the ball and hits the buzzer um, over Elo to win the game. He gets the ball and hits the, the game winning shot over over Russell. And um, with, with just a few seconds left, they go on to win that game. Those are just really big time, iconic, um, iconic moments in the career of, of Michael Jordan. And when you look at it, when you look at it, when you truly look at the situation, that's a difficult situation. That, that, this is, you know, game on the line type stuff. Um, the situation is what it is. In, in, in these cases, we are. We are behind. We are losing. It doesn't look good. There's not a great chance. There's not a great chance for a good outcome. And, and so, so the team and, and the coach and, and the players, they all looking at the situation for what it is. But, but they also reminisce. Hold on for a minute. We got this guy on our team. And we've been in some battles with this dude. We've been in some games with this guy. We we see this guy work every day at practice. We see how he brings his game uh, on game day. We see how how tenacious this dude is. So, so even though the situation is as difficult as it is, when I look back on, on what I've seen this dude do and he's with me, All of a sudden, I don't feel so bad. Listen, I I feel like we in a good position. I feel like we can handle it. I feel like we can make it because I've been in some games with this guy and he's come through. I've been in some difficult situations with this dude and he hit the shot. I've been around this guy. I've I've seen what he can do and therefore I feel pretty good feel pretty good and and if I, I guarantee you I guarantee you during that game with Jordan uh, over Elo during that game with Jordan over uh, that I think it was the Atlanta Hawks when he played against Elo I, I think it was uh the Seattle um, out Utah I think it was Utah when he played uh Russell and and Carl Malone and those guys I guarantee you in those moments in those situations you ask everybody on both teams and everybody in the arena who's getting the ball and everybody will tell you, Michael Jordan is getting the ball. Why? Why are we so sure? We've seen this guy. We've recognized his ability. We've recognized what he can do. We've seen him work. And what I want to tell my, my, my Christian folk out there listening, what I want to tell everybody else who's listening in, I, I, I need to share something with you. Michael Jordan is human. And if we can have that much confidence, th- that much trust in the ability of a human, how much more should we trust what God has done? And and all all I'm trying to get us to really see is we've watched a human person display some great things. We've watched a human person put on some great feats of ability. We watched somebody who is human do that and we feel good because of what we've seen him do. How much more God, how much more should we look at the goodness of god in our life how much more should we should we recognize uh how much more should we reminisce on all that he's done and say my goodness if 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 god did that then i then then i know he can handle that in other words if he did it before he can do it again and and those people on those teams man they didn't go in with a defeated mindset they didn't go in feeling like all was lost they didn't go in thinking that the worst was going to happen because they had michael jordan on their team and i'm telling you christian folk I don't care what the situation is. Look, be real with it. The situation is what it is, recognize it for what it is. But we don't go into those situations with a defeated mindset. We don't go into those situations being beat up and downcast because we have a champion on our side. We, we've seen him and we know what he can do. We understand that no matter what is against us, the situation being as dire, as difficult, as bad as it is, But, oh, man, I got a champion on my side. I'm telling you, man, when we start to think of things that way, we can we can really move in a different way. And I want to I want to point out something to you, because the the thing about God that's so fascinating and so, uh, so absolutely potent and powerful is that this is exactly what he does in our life. This is exactly what he does in our life. He he shows himself strong so that we when we run into situations that are, too big for us, that are too too heavy for us, that are too weighty for us, that are too much for us. We're supposed to, while understanding and recognizing the difficulty of the situation, we're supposed to be able to reminisce and remember just how big and how good God is, so that the same God that got us over the other situation that was too big, too weighty, too heavy for us, we trust that He'll do the the exact same thing and get us through this one. I, I remind us of the children of Israel. This is such a Uh, A fascinating uh, narrative. And and I'm not going to I'm not going to be able to go into all of it because I want to give some examples of what happens here, because I want you to see something. The children of Israel captive in uh, in slavery and God sends Moses down there, tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Here's some fascinating things that took place. Uh Moses, of course, uh, excuse me, God told Moses, go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. Pharaoh, of course, hardened his heart, Pharaoh, God hardened his heart. Pharaoh, of course, said no, 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 I'm not gonna do any of that. Who is your God? And and w- what we really need to understand is what Pharaoh is saying is, and 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 not not even in a disrespectful way as it as it may come over. What what Pharaoh is saying is, man, I, I got my own gods. What why is your god more powerful than the gods I'm already serving? The gods I'm serving has allowed me to be Pharaoh. The gods I'm serving have put me in this place, this position. The gods that we're serving has made us a prosperous and powerful nation. Who in the world is your god? What are you talking about? So so when we when we look at it in that light, uh, it, it it perhaps sheds a little different light on it. That that Pharaoh is not even in a position of of saying God is not God, Pharaoh is doing what he know to do. Look, this is what's made me successful. So so why would I then bow my knee or acquiesce to your request when apparently your God doesn't have any power? Look at what my God has done for me. Look at what our gods have done for us. So, so the reason it's, it's good to understand it in that context is because what God does next is unleash a series of battles. To prove to Pharaoh and Moses and the children of Israel who is really God. And and we call them the 10 plagues of of Egypt. We call them the 10 things, the 10 plagues that God unleashed on Egypt. But but really what they are is God going toe to toe, 101, mono e mono, doing battle with the Egyptian gods so that Pharaoh could come to see That wait a minute, your God is the the real God so that the children of Israel who had been separated and and removed from uh, from Yahweh, from from true uh, God worship for some time can look back and say, oh, yeah, that's God right there. And and so we begin to see the plagues. We see uh the gnats and the flies and we see the uh, Nile turn to blood. We see all of these things because really what God is saying is okay, if if you trust your gods and they're so strong, let them undo this which I have done. And they can't in most cases. You you see a couple of things that they do, but what they find out is the more they fight against God, the more they lose. And then we end up getting to uh the plague of uh the, the death of the, the firstborn, where God tells uh Moses to have the children of Israel. Um, sacrifice a a lamb and put that lamb over the doorpost man there's so much theology there's so much insight there i don't have time but but it's so good because we're seeing the lamb being slain representing now death being represented in that household so the death angel passes over the children of israel and it strikes down all the the firstborn in egypt including the children livestock all that that's done there The, the reason that's so powerful is because now it can't be undone like that can't be undone and we see That when when Pharaoh and when they can't undo that, now we see them come to realize, man, our our guys aren't powerful enough to fight them. Let them go. Y'all can go. So we see God do all of this stuff. Watch this so that people would recognize who he is. He's doing all this so that when we come into a situation that's too difficult for us, we can reminisce and say, but I remember when God protected us from the death angel. I remember that that when the Nile ran uh, ran with blood, that we had water. I can remember when it was dark in Egypt, we had light. I can remember when when gnats and flies came over here, we were okay. I remember God did all of that so that no matter what I'm looking at, no matter how big it is, I can still trust God. But he goes further. He, he sets them free. And, and then Pharaoh gets mad again and sends an army after them. And they're they're in a, in a tight position between mountains in the Red Sea and Pharaoh's army coming behind them. And we see something really cool. We see God open up the Red Sea and then the children of Israel go across on dry ground. Same Red Sea covers over the Egyptians. And they get to the other side and they are, they are singing psalms and hymns to God and how great he is. What is God doing? He is building up a resume of trust. He is building up a resume of activity that you will always have to reminisce. Keep on going. They get out into the wilderness and they're thirsty. They need water. Did God bring us out here to die? Moses said, no, look, from the from the rock comes water. Life comes from a place where there should be no life. Life comes from the rock, they're able to drink them and their herds, their they're field, they're, they're hungry, and God rains down manna from above. What in the world is God doing? He is showing Himself strong so that when they come into a situation, they can recognize the situation for what it is, but still reminisce on all that God has done and say, This, if He did it, then. He can do it now. I don't have to change my mind about how big, how good, how strong God is. God did all of that. And then he takes them to the edge of the promised land. And he says, look, the land I've been talking about for all these years, there it is, the promised land. It's yours. Go and inhabit it. Go and take it. And then they say, wait a minute. There are giants over there. And we perceive ourselves to be grasshoppers in their sight. Now, I need to be very clear here. Because, because as best I can tell, and, and sometimes I'm gonna be honest, sometimes we as Christians get in situations and we over-exaggerate the situations. But 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 if I recall properly, the, the Bible, when the Bible says that the children of Israel saw giants over there, they 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 did they did say they were. They were there were uh descendants of Anak over there. The, 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 the giant fo- big old, I mean dudes that can fight, man. And so what's interesting is it does not appear that the children of Israel were exaggerating that the spies, the 10, 12 spies went over, two came back with a with a favorable report, 10 came back and said, Yeah, it's just like God said, but there's some there's some some giants over there. It does not appear. That they exaggerated what they saw. It does not appear that they exaggerated. So, in fact, the promised land was in all likely inhabited by strong people, which makes makes sense. It's a it's a promise, it's a land flowing with milk and honey. That means there's folk over there that's working, there's folk over there that's strong, there's folk over there that's protecting and providing. Like this, all of what they're saying is probably true. Man, they're giants over there. But what's interesting is while they are laying out the truth of the situation, while they are recognizing what's in front of them, what they failed to do was reminisce. They failed to stop and say, but you know what? It was some giants in Egypt. (laughs) Come on, somebody. It was some giants in Egypt and that didn't stop God from delivering us. We had a giant of a Red Sea in front of us and that didn't stop God from moving it out of the way so we can come through on dry ground. We had a giant in front of us of a lack of water. We couldn't drink, nor could we give water to our livestock. And that didn't stop God from giving us water. We had a giant of a problem. We got all of these people out here and no source of food, but that giant of a problem of a lack of food did not stop God from raining down manna on us. And now we get over here and, and see all these giants over here. Now we're going to change our mind about what God is saying and and what I want us to understand is God does all of that stuff so that when they get to the next situation and see it that no they don't have to they don't have to downgrade it they don't have to uh to, to push it back and act like it's not a real situation no recognize it for what it is but then reminisce on all that God has done so your faith stays strong enough to keep going and do what he's called you to do because you know if he did it before he can do it again if he if he brought us out of Egypt and and if he brought us through the Red Sea and if he if he gave us water from a rock and if he rained down manor from above and if he sent quail into the if he did all of this stuff, then surely he can deal with the giants in the land. And, and what I need us as people of faith, as mountain movers to do is to understand that, that what we see in front of us, yeah, it's probably gonna be too big for us. Yeah, it might be. Again, our field of vision can't be the thing that's directing us. The vision God placed in our heart is, is what has to direct us. So we have to be so careful that we don't get to the place and see the situation and change our mind about what God said. The situation may be just as we see it. But that's okay because God is just as he said, he is strong, he is mighty, he is powerful. And if he said it's ours, then it's ours. It's just that simple. Yeah, we're going to feel some type of way. We may be uneasy. We might have some fear. All of that stuff may be true, but that's why you don't just recognize the situation. Recognizing the situation may only bring you fear. Recognizing the situation may only bring you uneasiness. Recognizing the situation might bring all the negative side, but when you reminisce, then you can say, but God. When you reminisce, you can say, yeah, 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 all of that's true, but God, I... Hear what you say, doc. I, I see the diagnosis. You've shown me the, 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 the test result. I, I and listen, I need you to understand something. I'm not disputing anything that you're saying, but I've seen God show up on my behalf. And, and and I just have to believe that since God has placed vision in me, since God is showing me my next step, since God is telling me that then whatever is true in this situation cannot stop me from what God is calling me to. So, so, so I see the situation. I recognize the severity. I see how difficult it is. I'm taking it seriously and I'm reminiscing on what God has done in my life because I believe his power is at work on my behalf. Yes, this is too big for me. It is too heavy for me. It is too weighty for me, but it's not too big, too heavy or too weighty for my God. So I'm telling you guys, a couple things we gotta do here, man. Recognize the difficulty but reminisce on his power. Yeah, this is too hard for me, but it's not too hard for God. Recognize the uncertainty. I'm not sure of how this is going to turn out. I'm not necessarily sure of my next step. All I know to do is take the step. God has told me I'm uncertain about some things, but, but I'm reminiscing on the promise that he made. And then we say, I... I recognize, I recognize the lack. I recognize my lack of ability. I recognize my lack of resources. I recognize my lack. I don't have enough. I'm not able, but I reminisce on his provisions. Come on, come on guys. We we, got to see it, please. Please listen, recognize the difficulty, but reminisce on his power. Recognize your uncertainty, but reminisce on his promise. Recognize your lack, but reminisce on his provisions. He is able, he can do it and he will do it just like he said. Man, I want you to see it. I want you to feel it. I want you to, to understand that 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 sometimes that the, the, the problem that the children of Israel, that their problem was they saw his power demonstrated on their behalf. They saw his promises uh, come to fruition on their behalf. They saw his provisions on their behalf. And then they still got over there and saw some difficulty and they didn't reminisce enough to say, oh, if God said it, then that did it. Let's go. Let's go. We can handle it because of what God said. And in your life. As a mountain mover in your life, as somebody who says that I am doing what God has called me to do, I am telling you there are going to be situations that you're going to have to recognize the difficulty, recognize how tough they are, recognize how uncertain they might make you, recognize your lack, and then you say, but God, and you reminisce on his power, you reminisce on his promises, you reminisce on his provision, and you know that despite you, he can, and he will. Man, I am telling you, God will do it on our behalf. We cannot allow what we see to change our mind about what God said. And some of the ways we can overcome that is yes, recognize it. But then reminisce on the goodness, the grace, the might, the power, the promise, the provision that is our God. Man, listen, I pray that something was said today. That'll be a blessing to you. And I pray that, that you're, you're moving forward and faith just continues to grow and move uh, as you continue to think of his goodness, his grace and his mercy on our behalf. And as you continue to allow his might to draw you to him, even when you can't see you know that he can and you're doing all that he's called you to do. listen again i pray something was said that'd be a blessing to you if we can do anything uh to help you guys out let us know be sure to interact with us on our social media platforms be sure to like share subscribe write a review if this has been a blessing to you and also man please 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 engage with us man and if god has landed on your heart to be a blessing to unique life church uh because these podcasts are blessing you reach out to us uh log on to our website uh there are ways on there where uh you can give if the lord so uh lays it up on your heart but man listen i am so excited to be coming to you uh with this podcast on your mark and i just pray that you pray for us as we continue to pray for you and if you need us for any reason don't hesitate to reach out until the next time know that i'm thinking about you know that i'm praying for you god bless you god keep you and i love you